0: I am Sarah-Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going over levels of health for type 5, but first, today's rosebud and thorn my rose is that I found a new app that I am very obsessed with. It's called focus to do it's very simple name, like literally Focus to do. And it combines a lot of things that I use on a regular basis. So what it does, this is not sponsored. It's just, I'm very excited. Basically, you can break down your task lists by project and then assign them days that they're due. And then on that day, you have like a today's task list and it just gives you every single thing that needs to be done. And the other cool thing about it is it includes pomodoros, which is like one of the ways that I work if I really need to get a lot of work done in a short amount of time and white noise, which... I use all the time. If you are a YouTube subscriber, you probably already know this, but I like to put in kind of work sounds. So I'll put on like a cafe playlist or I'll put on like a white noise or even just like ocean sounds while I work just to kind of have something going. But I can't listen to music because it distracts me too much. And all of this is in this one little app. It's magic. If you are a Brave Collective member, it goes Perfectly with our curriculum, so it might be something you want to look into specifically. Um, So that's my rose, and my bud and my thorn are the same, um, which is that next week is my last week of sabbatical, and it's bittersweet. I am a little bit sad for this season of rest to be over. I've really needed it, and I probably could use some more. (laughs) And also, I really love my job, and I have a hard time staying away, and there's just a lot that I want to kind of hit the ground running with. And, um, so I'm looking forward to being back in the office, but also grieving the end of this much needed season of rest. Okay. So let's get into the levels of health for type five. If you haven't already listened to the type five breakdown episode, um, and you are new to the Enneagram, you may want to check that out before joining me here. That's going to offer you the context needed for this conversation. And the same goes for the introduction to levels of health episode that went live on Monday, May 24th. It's also going to lay a foundation for the episode that we're having today. And each of these levels of health episodes, how we're going to do it is we are going to discuss the varying levels of health for each type. And that's from the lowest all the way up to the highest level of health. And we'll end the episode with a call to action. The Enneagram is a map and it works best paired with a method. So these levels will give you an introduction to what growth looks like for you, but it doesn't really tell you how to get there. And so finally, this is all based on the work by Riso and Hudson. So if you want to go deeper and get your information straight from the source, you may want to check out their book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram. Now let's dive in. The interesting thing about levels of health is that because the Enneagram is what we thought we had to be our entire lives, what looks healthy for us could actually look like the opposite of what we thought it to be. So as you hear your types levels from unhealthy to healthy, you may think that it feels like the opposite of growth. But when we think of health from the Enneagram perspective, it's about releasing the need to earn your place, owning that you are worthy as you are, and embracing all nine perspectives. And according to Rizzo and Hudson, it's about how close you can get to being in the present moment. So for type five, who spent a large portion of their lives focused on staying informed, managing their energy levels, the growth may look like taking action, letting themselves be impacted by their environment, and kind of putting down some of your walls. I've had a particularly hard time describing this to the fives that I have, who kind of are new to the Enneagram journey, not fives who've been doing the work for a long time. But when a lot of fives come to the Enneagram in the beginning, they're like, you're telling me to not have boundaries. And that's a hard thing because most people need help with their boundaries, but type fives they're really good with their boundaries, sometimes over-boundarying to the point where they need to kind of back off their boundaries a little bit so that they can be more a part of the world. And that's a hard thing to say to somebody, but that's also kind of the process. So I'm excited about getting into the levels of health here, just so you can kind of see how this progresses in a positive way. So let's first dialogue around the lower levels of health, starting with level 9, pathological destructiveness. Again, this is like full-on dark levels. Then we go through level 7, the level of violation. At level 9, type 5s may seek to detach from reality. In extreme cases, this can lead to psychotic breaks or schizoid withdrawal. This is like most type 5s will never be here, right? When we get to level eight, their fives feel helpless, but at the same time, they resist help. And this can lead them to isolating from other people, and they can become obsessive and even fearful and kind of really guarded to the point where they are completely isolated. At level seven, fives fear that they will not find their place in the world. In response, they cut off all connections and they retreat into isolation. They resist basic needs and are consumed with fear. At this stage, they can convince themselves that nothing in the world really matters and that life is ultimately meaningless, becoming a bit nihilistic. We're going to get into the average to healthy levels in just a second, but first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Helix Mattresses, and I am so thrilled. This is the first time in my life having a Helix where I am excited to go home to my bed. Like I'm pumped to leave a hotel room bed and go to my home to be in my bed. I never thought this day would come. I've never had a mattress that could possibly beat a hotel mattress in my life. This one does. Like I am thrilled to be heading home today to be in my bed so comfortable and cozy and happy and well-rested, it's amazing. Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. So why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else if you could get one perfectly suited to you? Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium and firm. Even mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. I took the Helix quiz and was matched with the Plus mattress because I wanted something that felt good on my body. And I sleep on my stomach. I am a plus-size girl and it is hard to find a mattress that is built to support different body types. And I think Helix is really paving the way in terms of how can we make sure that you're supported in your different body types and sleep patterns. It's incredible. So if you are looking for a mattress, you can take the quiz and you order the mattress that you are matched to. The mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't even need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash egram, take their two-minute sleep quiz, which for me was actually kind of fun, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will, I promise. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com egram. That's helixsleep.com egram for up to $200 off and two free, super cozy, comfortable pillows. Thank you so much, Helix, for supporting the podcast. Now we get into the average levels of health here. So this is where most of us start when we find the Enneagram. So somewhere between the levels four and six, level six being the level of overcompensation and four being the level of imbalance and social role. At level six, fives attempt to keep people at arm's length out of fear that they are encroaching upon their personal boundaries. They resent the calm, confident nature of others and find enjoyment in making them question their beliefs. They can be a bit antagonistic, toward anything that would disturb their inner world. At level five, fives resist the needs of others out of fear that it will distract them from their projects. So they minimize their needs becoming high strung and secretive to prevent other people from encroaching on their space. They become interested and preoccupied with alternate worlds and even imagined realities. At level four here, the higher levels of average, fives doubt their skill sets and feel insufficient. They can feel as though they could always be more prepared and informed before they can take action. They feel safest in their minds, preferring to study, practice, and collect more knowledge. Now, we get into the higher levels of health for our type fives. This is where we can get get to as we continue our work an inch closer to presence that's levels three through one level three being the level of social value and one being the level level of liberation at level three fives focus on mastering a specific topic or skill set showing themselves so they can be competent and strong at this level they may find completely original ways to approach ideas and art and they're also highly independent At level two, fives are perceptive, curious, and independent. They have an incredible ability to concentrate on anything that they are pursuing and to seek to become confident in their environment. And finally, at level one, fives release the idea that they are separate from their environment. They step out of the role of observer and begin to confidently engage with life. Through this, they achieve their basic desire of being competent and capable. At this level, their compassion increases, as well as their ability to feel as though they belong in the world. Now, for our call to action for our type fives, I encourage you to ask for support at least once a week. I honestly want to say once a day, but I know that may not be a realistic place to start. But at least once a week, just invite someone in to support you. Be specific and be direct this invites you into the space of not minimizing your needs, not minimizing your presence in the world, and acknowledges the reality that you are not separate from your environment, that we do in fact belong to each other. I hope you try it. I think it can be really enriching. And today's food for thought is from Harlan Coben. As I think about the lowest levels of type five, it's simply, sometimes the loudest cries for help are silent. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. I will see you next week for another episode.